0: And I have to say, because I did a little bit of time at Marion, and, and not in the actual prison aspect, but the other side of the gate, I guess. Um, and the women are way worse. Wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they they're are... like catty, right? They're kind of like bitchy. And that's even worse. They're Florida women. like well, Oh, and in Ocala, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Like, oh, shit.
0: So... Also, like Lowell, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken, Lowell is the biggest women's prison in the country.
2: Oh, wow. Um, And there's like serial
0: killers there. There is like all kinds of just bad people. But the problem, the difference is like the inmates at Lowell will wait six years to get revenge on somebody.
2: Right.
1: (laughs) Don't let shit go.
2: Are we having fun? Hell yeah. I'm Steph. And I'm Kayla, and we're two best friends coping with life the only way we know how. One adventure and a cocktail at a time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Are We Having Fun podcast. I'm your host, Kayla. Of course, we've been doing this for I don't know how long. Stephanie's here with (laughs) me. And we're going to have yet another guest. (laughs) Sometimes. Most of the time no um Um,
1: speaking of which the next two weeks i'm not gonna be here what do you
2: mean i'm gonna
1: be in the azores it came yeah i leave next i leave next (laughs) thursday literally i'm finally going to
2: the azores guys i've been talking about it for six months (laughs) okay that's where the podcast started wow just a drunk travel podcast now finally you're I'm pretty, sure a break I, to travel. I'm pretty sure I
1: booked, I booked those tickets when I was drunk too. So it really just like <laughs> keeps it all together.
2: You know? Oh, what a time. So before we get started, make sure you guys go on IMDb and rate us 10 stars. Also subscribe to our new website. I finally got our domain Yay. and I made it look professional. I didn't just uh, put some brown backdrop that we had. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. Okay. You but can get a- it off H- of Wix. H- F- media. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe because we're gonna, you know, try to connect with you guys on our website. I feel like that's the most all-encompassing way. It's really hard to keep up with like 10,000 different social media platforms. So the websites are all in one place where you can get everything to do with are we having fun? So Stephanie said she made a fun little drink tonight so i'm excited oh no, it's not you have. fun at all it's just wine <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> okay but when i have, have a drink i think the last two weeks i didn't have a drink or maybe i was yeah, drinking she... water i don't know
2: she's off the cleanse and she's I'm back, the on her bullshit. I'm, back. <laughs>
1: I'm just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um i just have a sauvignon blanc okay Pretty but standard. like show it lovely what? it's in a paper cup <laughs> classy
2: okay this is okay like all time, actually <laughs> okay so um in in uh, opposite of her I have a legit whiskey glass and I did a little concoction I did a concoction <laughs> I had the um this old-fashioned mix with um knob creek in it but I also wanted to add a little of this keeper's heart whiskey that is local to Minneapolis. I've been repping them lately. So I I wanted to throw an extra slash in and then I figured out, okay, there's already whiskey in the old fashioned mix and I added more whiskey. (laughs) So then I added club soda to tone it down a little bit because it is, I mean, straight up just whiskey in there. But I thought that was also a good pick because it has heart in the name and I'm going to let Stephanie take it away with the description of our guest and why that is related. All right. So today we have Rex
1: Seaton. Um, he's a United States Marine and a developmental actor and producer. His most recent accomplishes, accomplishments, oh my gosh, are starring in Harvey and Legacy of Love. And he is currently building up his nonprofit, Heart Sent Heroes. So, hey, Rex, how are you doing?
0: Good. How are y'all?
1: Good. good
0: i was gonna i was gonna make one
1: yeah make Obviously, it yes please yeah. let's hear and shake like shake it right in i place. mean i,
0: I don't have, It's. it was just gonna be a, a jack and coat but
1: i mean you could still hey, do it better than what
2: we have so happy to so, have you today
1: yes course, i'm happy to be
0: here we got awesome. we got
2: like two or three actors on the show now it's so sick we also love dogs we love dogs
0: that's <laughs> perfect that's good. <laughs>
2: We're, yeah, we we stand dogs on this show, so you can hear mine guests at least always, twice during all of. Yeah. this. guests are always like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and I'm like, "Don't worry, my cat's gonna like walk on camera, or her dogs are gonna come play fetch. Like, you never I, know what's gonna happen." I actually
0: took my cat out because she's been very talkative lately. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. "You can, you know." <laughs>
2: yeah, you know they tend. But to then she starts the meowing at
0: the door, right? <laughs>
2: she's gonna be like pounding yep. on it. A... <laughs> Love it. My cat's probably going to do that too. So we have a lot of questions for you. So let's just get right on into it. Yeah, I have a lot of questions already. I've only read, I've only read one line and I already have questions.
1: <laughs> you were in the military. Okay, well, first of all, I think I started this out last time. How old are you? I know this is um, kind of rude.
0: But... No, that's okay. I'm, I'm 26 years old.
1: Okay, because that kind of plays into it, because if you're in the military and now you kind of switched it up and you're following the actor route, like you've done a lot in a short amount of time, it seems like. So tell us about that, like the transition between those two.
0: Uh, Yeah, so it's it's actually kind of interesting. Um, When I graduated high school, I kind of drove up and down the East Coast. I lived out of my PT cruiser for about six months, just going doing like extra gigs, you know, PA stuff. Because um, I've I've been doing this since I was four, you know, I knew this was a career that I wanted to get into. Um, but I also knew that it was, you know, one of the hardest things to be successful at. So, mm-hmm. you know, but about six months into the journey, because um, my whole family is military, and I knew I was going to do it eventually. But um, about six months in the journey, I decided I, you know, wanted to serve. And I knew if I didn't do it right, then I'd probably never do it. Um, so I came back home and I actually auditioned for the Navy Band. Um, I auditioned Ooh. for for what? for French horn. Yeah, because um, I'm I'm a, I'm a band geek too. So I've been in musicals and everything since like the fifth grade. Um, I can Would play pretty much any...
1: Oh, okay. You're about to say it. So no, no.
0: See, <laughs> read my, you're reading my mind. Um, so I started in fifth grade in chorus. I can't sing though, so they put me on percussion. <laughs> um, so I started in like the bongos. Um, and then like middle school through high school, I learned every brass instrument, um, high and low, every percussion instrument. And then I dabbled on the saxophone. So
2: Dang. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: pretty well versed. I feel like um, it's
2: like you're speaking different languages. You're just like, oh, <laughs> one wasn't good enough. Well, first of all, chorus wasn't for me. So let me just do every single other one to make up for. Yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: just to really stick it to that teacher that moved you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it was fun um but so i auditioned for the navy um and then i went to Meps, which is like their medical examining process um and they found out that i had two heart diseases granted i had already known that but i was like you know, right. you know yeah. much, <laughs> maybe they won't know? um yeah so they found out and so it's not they're not bad like they, i have a heart murmur and a heart arrhythmia, but they're very like they don't affect my everyday life but according to the military, those are two diseases that automatically disqualify you from any military service. Wow! So Dang. I was like, okay, that sucks. <laughs> so I tried to go for the Army, and they also said same thing. So I was like, okay, well, last shot, because I'm not even going to try for the Air Force, because right. no, I'm not about that life.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um, so I tried for the Marines. Um, they sent me to MEPS, and like the doctor like, listened to my heart. Then he listened to my stomach, and then he went back to my heart, and I was like, ah, "Here we go," you know. And then he was like, "All right, you're good, going on." And seven days later, I was in boot camp. So, so
1: did he? Did he know it was there, and he just kind of swept I it under the rug, or did was he? I just don't know.
0: Not... So, <laughs> according to my military medical records, I don't have one.
1: Okay, right? uh, and that's good
2: enough for them. <laughs> so, so the Navy yeah. doesn't
1: make like a note, like, "Hey, he tried to join, but he has this." S- so I think it's. I figured more that like, would be like a common thing to do. I don't know. I
0: think it's. I. I. It might be like a HIPAA violation for them to mm. like look uh, into that, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Or maybe the Navy just didn't mark it on my actual medical records, and yeah. the Marines don't care. You know, which is funny because right. the Marines are actually a part of the Navy. Yeah, I, think I was it.
2: just gonna say. Um.
0: Yeah. It's so, funny how you like circled know.
2: around like that. Um, yeah. I come um, from military background too. And it's, that's why I was laughing so hard at air force. Cause <laughs> I just, I get it. It's like a, a little rivalry between the different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I uh, like hearing your, your, uh, <laughs> your line that you went through.
0: <laughs> I love all my brothers and sisters in the military but everybody knows which branch is the best. I'll just leave it at that.
2: <laughs> we'll just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> yeah. We got, leave it to speculation. Um, we got
2: some military exactly. people listening in on this.
0: So. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did that um, for four years. I My job was in 1833 is like the MOS code. But it's basically I drove a tank that can drive on the water. Um, wow. So I, I did that for four years. And then I got out. Um, in 2019 beginning of 2019 basically didn't know what to do so I joined law enforcement I became a correctional officer at a women's prison here in Ocala Lowell um awful I was gonna say how is that because I watched 60 Days
1: In on Netflix and that shit
0: looks rough
1: I would not want to be anywhere near it's
0: it's weird because my main prison was Lowell but like they have three connected prisons, which is Lowell, Marion, and the reception center. They're kind of like you could transfer, you know, wherever. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough employees, like not at all. Um, so you have people like working three, four, 16 hour shifts in a row just to keep, you know. Um, wow. And I have to say, because I did a little bit of time at Marion. I, in the and not in the actual prison aspect but the other side of the gate i guess um and the women are way worse wholeheartedly
1: yeah because <laughs> they're, they they're are, like catty right they're kind of like bitchy and that's even worse
2: they're florida women <laughs> like because
1: well, oh and in ocala yeah. nonetheless
0: yeah like, oh, shit. So. Also, like Lowell, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken, Lowell is the biggest women's prison in the country.
2: Oh, wow. Um, And there's like serial
0: killers there. There is like all kinds of just bad people. But the problem, the difference is like the inmates at Lowell will wait six years to get revenge on somebody. Right. The (laughs) men. Don't let shit go. (laughs) Yeah, the men either just fight it, fight it out, or kill one another. Like instantly, you know? Right.
1: So you know, so but you like, know what you're dealing with versus like,
0: yeah, you and the it's like in the in low you never really know because they can be sweethearts to your face, but scheming wholeheartedly how to slit your throat. Oh
2: yeah. So it's
0: like you never really know. <laughs> oh, so you you have to crazy. be you know, like I always treated them with respect, which is why I think I was always cool. Like they liked me. They didn't. They didn't mind me. Um, but. I never, like, they were never my friend, you right. know, they were still right. inmates, they were still people that- You had your boundaries. Law. Exactly. Right. Um, but it was a fun experience, but then, so at this time I was technically still in the military, it's called reserves, um, and I got deployed to Japan, um, Mount Fuji, Korea and the Philippines. Um, And then when I came back, I asked Lowell for like two weeks off, which legally I was allowed like 90 days or something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. But they said no. They cussed me out and, you know, basically (laughs) were like, yeah, no, you you don't have any more days off, so you have to come back. So I just quit on the phone. I was like, yeah, that's not happening.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You could have asked for three months and you tried to say two weeks
0: and they said, fuck you. Yeah, because... And they're like, already right short I,
1: staff. So really, they're the ones that are losing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I was only getting paid like 13 something an hour. To oh, work God. There. So oh, it was no. like it was OK pay, but not for not like the not the for that. I yeah. No, <laughs> Not exactly. for a possible yeah. <laughs> throat
2: slit. No, like maybe, <laughs> exactly. yeah. maybe for working in a restaurant. But like, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take this as a sign to do what. I wanted to do, which is this, you know, acting. Um, So I just started my own production company um, and then shortly following um, the nonprofit. So
1: Awesome. So tell us a little (laughs) bit about the production company. Like what came first with that? Was it like the, the project or the company or like, how did you get that ball?
0: So it started with a YouTube channel with a couple of buddies of mine, like in high school. Mm-hmm. um and originally and we were,
2: okay yeah. <laughs> not take off
0: <laughs> no 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 mine didn't either so originally we were called comical whoremongers like so we started the youtube during like the big prank era you know yes. it's just a prank. Yeah. we would go to places and yeah <laughs> we'd go to places and, and play pranks on a bunch of people
2: that's taken um, off still today
0: <laughs> yeah it's 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 kind of funny um but then you know we started getting into making short films for youtube which is still it's still a big thing nowadays but um that kind of like skyrocketed the acting career mm-hmm. um and then once we started doing that we uh, we kind of all the friend group were came together and were like you know comical whoremongers isn't really a professional name um <laughs> if if we do blow up eventually and want to create our own on oh, movies it's that's probably not a great name to be attached to them um so we like brainstormed and we came up with non-science productions somehow i'm not i'm still not exactly sure how we <laughs> came up with that um but our like we have two phrases for the company and one of them is always sticking up for the little guy Because my company's main goal is to bring awareness to inspiring actors, independent actors, musicians, you know, and my whole goal with it was basically, if I'm in a big, you know, a big production, and we have, you know, a bunch of people auditioning for a role and Ryan Reynolds walks in to audition, you know, and he does great, but then this no name, quote unquote, walks in and he blows him out of the water Mm -hmm. performance wise. I want to choose the no-name over Ryan Reynolds. Of course. Like, I want to be in that position where financially I can do that, you know? Because right now Hollywood's like, it doesn't really matter if the movie's good. Let's just put a bunch of faces and names that people know and we'll make money.
1: Oh, definitely. That's my thought for every Kevin Hart movie. Don't come for me.
2: Hey, you know what? Though he probably made those movies himself, so this, you know, sometimes you oh, with write... his millions, I don't think that's so- that hard. Okay? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to write yourself into a movie, or two, or three, or ten years worth. Or...
1: <laughs> I think you should just stick to comedy live shows. <laughs> <laughs> um but that's cool so so what phase is your company in right now like did you guys just start it, or are you kind of like starting out you know getting some movies going what's what's phases uh, it? In? we
0: do we we do have some movies under our belt um i'm current i'm actually like we have a website um we do we don't only do movies we do uh weddings we do photography you know photo shoots oh, nice. we kind of do you know the whole kind of production makes aspect. money <laughs> Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um but right Ironically.
2: now
0: <laughs> right now I'm currently in the process of three feature films and two TV shows Oof, that we're attached wow. to. Wow.
1: wow. Yeah, That's so, awesome.
0: Good yeah, one of one of which which I can't say too much, which um yeah. is currently possibly inter Lionsgate and Stars is interested in.
2: Good. So,
0: yeah. That's going to be
2: a good production. Then they always
0: when that make, does
2: come out, you need to shoot it our way 100%. so we can yeah. push that out oh, 100%. there as a callback. 100%. We'll be at all the press <laughs> events. We'll be at <laughs> we'll be there every step of the way. Uh oh, me awesome. show you. all have
0: tickets for sure.
2: Yes. Uh, so nice. so question. Um, kind of jumping off of your production company, are you trying to stay centered in Florida? Because there's like kind of a really cool like, community of, um, like, filmmakers in Florida that's kind of, like, underrated in a way, you know, like, there's a lot going on, and then there's nothing going on all at once, and I say that as somebody who is in Minnesota now, and (laughs) I never really understood just how much, like, opportunity I had starting out being in Florida.
0: Yeah, um, I'm definitely interested in staying in Florida. Um, I, u- I utilize for my films, I utilize a lot of very small old towns and communities. Um, you know, cause my goal is to bring awareness and bring money to these smaller towns that are struggling, you know, like, um, you know, towns like Reddick, Citra Hawthorne, you know, Nobody knows about them, but they're tiny and literally all they need is that little bit of tourism to bring the streets back up to be good to go, bring in more businesses, which more businesses bring money and money brings more jobs. Right. So my goal, like I have a much bigger picture than just making movies, obviously. Yeah. You know, but Florida is it's like on its own. In its own universe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it's like you have parts of Florida where you can go to and it's like, there is absolutely nothing going on. Like nothing. There's like one grocery store and it's actually just a dollar general within (laughs) like a 15 mile radius, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you go 20 miles out and you have 50,000 people in homes side by side, Mm -hmm. you know, with billions of dollars. You know, so it's like a, it's weird. Um, but I want to bring more... I'd like to bring more independent attraction, independent film attraction to Florida because mm-hmm. obviously we have Disney and Universal, mm-hmm. um, but they don't even film here.
2: No, barely. They have, right.
0: they have big studios here, but they don't even film.
2: Yeah, it's so like it's once like, in a blue moon. Yeah, like, like nothing yeah. is filmed
1: in
0: Florida, actually. Even no. things that
1: are like... Even if the movie is based in Florida, it films in like Bahamas
0: or some shit. Yeah, like yeah it's or never they go to here. Cali. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it never makes sense. But And it's funny because it's like you could... The only setting you probably couldn't get in Florida is the desert, but everything else you could get.
2: Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 That's so, yeah. That's so interesting because it's, you know, we're on our own journey as well. And so it's nice to like hear from like a production standpoint, because a lot of the people we talk to are, well, I mean, they're in any industry really, but you know, they, they all have like their different missions and, it's nice to talk to somebody kind of on the same side as us. Cause this is a war zone. No, I'm kidding. Okay.
1: <laughs> he's no. doing like philanthropic work. I feel like he's like, child- yeah. was that a good word? <laughs> yeah. That was really good.
2: I mean, we're, we're getting there. We're going to get there, you know, yeah. right yeah. now we're, we're, we literally started in the last seven months, you know? So right we're, now, yeah, yeah we're, we finally have like a solid foundation and we have I'm going out to California. So, you know, I'll be the, the person connecting with all those traditional Hollywood people so that mm-hmm. we can come to Florida and like film something, <laughs> you know, back and forth, but it, it's just like, nice to, yeah, it's just nice to like hear, hear what other companies are doing. Cause everybody's got their own little like projects and like you said, like philanthropic, their own mission, um, which We want to get into a little bit of that, actually. Um, I feel like that's a perfect segue into your foundation that you're starting. So from what we've heard, it is to help veterans with PTSD. Is that right? Um, Your network is talking about you, by the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. It's a little more than that, but so the main goal of Heart Sent Heroes is basically we, we bring in, um, abandoned, neglected and abused animals and we basically bring them back to health and we give them either emotional support training or some sort of service training. You know, a lot of, Mm. a lot of, um, rescue animals are very hard to fully service train. Um, you need to start that at like a very young age and kind of, you know, work that into them. Um, but we do our best to push more of an emotional support, right? So we like to help veterans, first responders, and their family members, mm-hmm. which realistically branches out to almost everybody. Right, you know? <laughs> right. Um, because one of the biggest things that I think a lot of people forget about when dealing with veterans, and as one, I, I can say this, is everybody forgets about the family members, right? It's terrible to um, lose your your husband, your son, your wife, your daughter at war or to, you know, 22 a day suicide, you know, something in the military. But what people don't realize is the six to nine months you're away at war or not even war, just deployment in general, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: your wife and your family are at home dealing with the abandonment as well. You mm-hmm. know, and what okay. what people don't see is like when I get deployed, I'm with my brothers. I'm with a family. Right. Still. Right. But I'm leaving my family home yeah. and they don't know what's going on. Yeah. You know? right. Even though I might not be on a combat deployment, it's still dangerous and they don't know what I'm doing. You know, people yeah. die in training accidents all the time. Yeah. You know, so people don't think about the trauma and I wouldn't necessarily go as far as saying PTSD, but the trauma and the depression and all the things that your family has to go through, still being at home. Yeah, you know, so and even for like little to, kids,
1: like who have to have their dad yeah. go away, you know, like especially at like a big point in their life when they're like a teen or something, you need like that father figure, you know. So that must be oh yeah, definitely tough. And
0: and, and there's so many like abandonment issues that they don't even. It's not the dad's or mom's fault, but right kid you know at four or five years old you just think that that your parents are that your dad or mom is gone right if you don't understand that they're going to come back most likely you just think you were abandoned so now yeah. these kids are growing up with abandonment issues and possibly blaming their parent or or siblings and right. you know that's that's a form you know that's one of the things that's honestly mostly what i what we give these animals too, is people with abandonment issues and chronic, you know, severe depression. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's a feeling that I could not explain giving somebody a dog and seeing that dog feel the happiness that they get from holding it. And the smiles you like the happiness that radiates off of people when they feel that love, that unconditional love from an animal, it's, I can't explain it. Like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. Like it's insane.
1: Also the fact that you're, that your foundation is like twofold like that. Like it's, you're helping an animal, but you're also helping the veterans. I love that. I feel like so many, so many foundations are very like, you know, we only have this thing you're helping both sides of it, which is awesome. And how can we, or how can fans of our podcast like help out? Is there any way that we can like donate to help the cause or visit a link, sign anything?
0: Um, not yet. Um, but I am in the process of building a website for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: perfect. It's just, so the, the actual 501 C three aspect of it is a long process yeah, because the government has to make sure that they can't just hand out a bunch of tax yeah. exempt <laughs> yeah, you know, right. paperwork. <laughs> um, and as of right now, we are a, a, legal 501c3 like we are legal we went through legal zoom which was phenomenal mm-hmm. um but there's still like a couple you know couple obstacles i'm jumping over before i fully say you know hey go ahead and um donate all you know,
2: that yeah awesome. nice well we'd yeah. love to we'd love to um also Get updates about that, especially like if you end up doing like a a fundraiser or like an event where, you know, you set up somewhere, then, you know, we'd love to like come back and like plug it
0: for you, of course. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'll keep updated on everything. we
2: love animals and we love humans so this is perfect, perfect. animals perfect. a little bit more but yeah. <laughs> a- yeah animals way more than no i'm kidding okay <laughs> um so anyway um i know like we write down these questions for you and i skipped one um for stephanie so i'm gonna go back and read that and then stephanie i'm gonna let you take over again because um, that was just the perfect segue but I did read your IMDB and um, you had a really nice like biography about me section. And um, it said that, yes, you traveled up and down the coast and you um, were playing music, being an extra, and also that you you specifically mentioned that you were a drummer, okay? So what we need to know <laughs> is besides the Navy band, were you playing music, like, I don't want to say on the streets, but like, you know, were you playing music in an independent band and what genre, what genre do you go to? Uh,
0: yes, um, I was actually in a band um, from my sophomore year of high school up until I joined the military, basically. Um, I was still in the band when I joined and I had full, like at the time, full understandings to go back to that band but then it was like when I joined our lead singer joined and then our bassist joined and it was just like one of those things <laughs> that like you know yeah but we were a heavy metal band mm-hmm. um screamo heavy metal um god <laughs> I I at the time had a 13 piece set wow. 13 piece drum set um that i actually made myself out of a bunch of other cheap drum sets that i found like, oh, I, like I got one. yeah so i got one five piece drum set which is like your standard you know for putting a fence in a lady's backyard like i put her whole fence up dug it concrete whole nine just to get her drum set so that i could start playing um that was about three days of work and it was easily easily old like she should have paid me way more than what the drum set was for (laughs) but at the time you know I didn't really you know I was just an able-bodied kid that wanted to play drums you know
2: yeah so she's like what am I gonna do with drums I'm old no I'm kidding I'm kidding (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: um but yeah so we we were a heavy metal band that were in the we had about three songs that we were trying to record Mm mm-hmm um, for a while but we honestly did a lot of cover stuff
2: right right um, yeah
0: like that's how you start do, out yeah so at our high school we used to have something called the relay for life which was basically this <laughs> we all- know
2: <laughs> how we know all about that
1: that's one? when oh, Kayla yeah? and I first like really became <laughs> friends oh yeah
0: oh that's <laughs> awesome so One year, my junior year of high school, our band was actually chosen to play for like six hours at the Relay of Life. Six hours. Oh, they took advantage
2: of you. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. They definitely did.
0: Which we we were fine because everybody in the band was a bunch of band geeks. So we would play like five or six songs that the, you know, the crowd wanted to hear Mm -hmm. um, because they all wanted to hear like hip hop songs. And it's typically like Right. between two chords you know it's like four chords and you, you yeah we listen to the song one time and i'm like oh okay that's cool yeah <laughs> you know and we'll then we'll do it um we do that and then we would just improv for like 45 yes, minutes just like, like I, would, I would play a beat yeah i would play a beat and a tempo and then we would go around like guitarist bassist uh, rhythm guitar drummer and doing solos yeah we so would just kind of you know go around stephanie, so stephanie
2: fun, hosts some jams sometimes so maybe you ought to like step in there sometime Next and when you come knows. back kayla just have and it, when like, i come back we're just gonna so, have
1: a big jam session i i had
2: it. to smile and I, I had to ask what genre because we stephanie and i are always surrounded by music but it's funny that you mentioned relay for life playing in high school and you're in a screamo band because yeah, Stephanie and I got to know each other at Relay for Life. That was like the the best party we could ever have as like freshmen. Um, you don't know who your real friends are until you see them the
1: morning after Relay for Life. And like everybody's dead from cafe. staying up all night. You you know, go like.
2: eat a parfait the next day and then crash. For I the think next I like bought hours. a plant and I was like walking around with like a
1: potted plant. <laughs> shit happens at Relay. For and Life. then
2: another part of our high school growing up in Florida was okay. I don't. I don't think Stephanie was here for that. But like, everybody's cliques kind of intermingled at our school, and I was in the wannabe punk rocker, screamo, metal um, groupie scene. I don't know what to call. It. <laughs> Call that somebody's life. I
1: know the I know the people that you're talking about.
2: You know the people. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> said people had their own screamo band. So they had their own, and scre- they got pretty big. I'm pretty yeah, sure. So
2: they had their own screamo. Okay. So okay. what was the name of the band? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But this guy. Okay. This guy's name was Martin, specifically. I think because <sighs> I think of him because everybody, every girl was jealous of his long I'm straight looking hair. His long straight hair that was bright red. Just like yours. Okay. (laughs) And we would go watch him at these Battle of the Bands that would be between the high schools in our area. And, like, just like, yeah, what's up? Like, cheering our friends on. And, you know, he had a band and somebody else had a band. And sometimes they would like play together. And it was this whole like uh, scene (laughs) in our area. And then we'd go to school the next day, and we'd be like in English class together. And it's like, dude, it was wild. The people were crazy at our school. It they were the most fun people, though. Like, just hysterical to watch because they they were always just trying to like have a good time, you know. Which is and then the- to see like where everyone is
1: now, it's like, damn. yeah,
2: yeah. And I and then I would go and play soccer with his sister. And she was, like, total opposite, like, <laughs> popular girl. But he girl. was a black sheep. <laughs> and, yeah, but it, it yeah. was almost, like, its own clique. Like, you I also know, don't like think cool he thing. wore anything else besides black. I yeah, don't think I ever saw him know, in a color. They now probably that I'm weren't about allowed it. to. I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it was a really oh, good God. time. It was a good time. <laughs> that was a great, like, great throwback, just thinking of that. Um, <laughs> so definitely bring your band back because, you know, rock is back, so. Yeah, it is. It is. I I definitely approve. I want to know about, so you and Kayla just
1: played opposite of each other in a short film, right? So tell us about that. Like, how did you get the part? What did you, what was the process of it? How did you guys like working with each other? (laughs) Spill the tea.
0: The truth Um, comes out. I'm just kidding. (laughs) um, So how I got the part actually was I worked with her mom on, I think like two other projects before. Um, So I hadn't actually spoken with her in months. So she messages me on Instagram one day and is like, Hey, um, we have this character and we want you to audition for him. And I was like, okay, shoot, you know, why not? So I I, I, and she told me at first it was just supposed to be a voiceover. Role. like i was mm-hmm. literally supposed to be a voiceover so i was like I was like, do you want me to do just a voiceover audition or do you want me to videotape it and she was like go ahead and videotape it so i was like all right cool so i have you know my whole it's it's a ghetto backdrop but it's a backdrop you know <laughs> and so i you know i record it really quick and um i send it in and almost immediately um, I get told that I got the part. And also that they're changing it from a voiceover to I'm going to be on screen. Almost instantaneous. Upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we start talking and everything. And before I get on set, Michael, the director, messages me and it's like, hey, um, I want you to be in character all the time. To Kayla. <laughs> so my character was a narcissistic, Abusive, (laughs) just straight up piece of shit. Right?
1: Damn.
0: (laughs) Which I had never experienced acting like that. Right. So it was a slightly new process, but I had I at this time I never knew of Kayla, like not even any idea. Right. So I was like, you know, I'm I'm I usually like. Oh, he was that
2: piece of shit to you. Yeah, in yeah. real life. In real life, he was told. <laughs> yeah. In real life, he was told at, before.
0: Uh, in the realm of like, I've been getting a lot of um, psychopath, uh, mm. serial killer. <laughs> I love me a good roles. murder show. Me too. <laughs> I, Send love that to me. I love
1: those <laughs> I just watched like four um... Hulu shows right now.
0: <laughs> yeah so actually the film that I'm working on mostly right now as an actor which again so I've been on SAG films right like Harvey you know like y'all said in the beginning Harvey I was the supporting character on that was a SAG uh, Mm -hmm. film internationally distributed but right now I'm working on an independent film And the first day on set, I wasn't even filming, I just wanted to be on set just to, because I do have obviously crew experience, like I've been a DP, I've been a director, I've I've done everything behind the camera. But I just wanted to see how everything was flowing, make sure that the start of the production started correctly, because I know how these independent sets can be. And I get there and everybody's just kind of, you know dilly-dallying around, chatting, not setting up lights, you know, and and it's like a long shoot, and I drove like two hours just to make sure that this was, you know, going well, so I start like telling everybody, all right, let's go, let's start moving, you know, do this, do that, and then the producer slash director goes, oh, by the way, Rex is the director, I'm co-director. What? Why (laughs) did he just step down and made you? Yeah, yeah, and and so, (laughs) and so, which I was like, you know, okay, that's, that's fine a little you know a little air ball there but you know whatever I can I can manage that which it ended up great um, I had to work with. Um, a couple people, one of them being uh, he was a kid and he was autistic so I have worked with kids before and i've worked with autistic kids before um, he he wasn't like. I guess on a spectrum, he wasn't like that high. Um, but in that film, I'm also the antagonist, who is a serial killer with multiple personalities.
2: Oh, and was the kid? So, the kid was an actor, and you had to like.
0: Yeah, so the kid played me when I was a kid in the movie.
2: Uh, I see, I see.
0: Um, and th- uh, and they actually found a kid kind of looks like me. Got bright red hair, which yeah. is nice because I always like I always like seeing redheads get cast in films. Um, <laughs> but.
1: As a psychopath, it's because you have no souls.
0: <laughs> that, yeah, that's probably the main reason. They see red hair and they just think killer. Just Perfect. Automatically. We
2: don't even care how the audition goes. Red hair.
0: <laughs> what? What's funny is I didn't audition for this. I was
2: going to say that totally happens sometimes. I mean, usually yeah. they're good, but like, you know, it could be a red hair thing. Like a preference yeah, to red hair.
0: <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's. You know, it's it's great. You know, I, I I had a blast on the sub though because like I learned a lot. And yeah. like she said, Michael is really good at what he does. Yeah,
2: he's good at um uh-huh, directing <laughs> um our, <laughs> our like emotions on our actions.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: The SUG is available on Fierce Orchid
1: Productions YouTube. We're gonna leave a link for that in the show notes. Super. I'm gonna go watch that right after this. I hope yes. all of you do too. Um, how long is it? Question. It's in six
2: minutes.
0: Yeah, like six, seven minutes. What?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do that right it's now. It's a short okay. You can okay, watch perfect. it as you're like making a sandwich. Yeah, like seriously. Warming up some tea. Good idea. I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what is the next project, Rex? Like, obviously, without you know putting out too many details, we don't need you to yeah. spoil anything. But like, what's going on in your life coming up?
0: Um. Okay. So, I have a laundry list of next <laughs> projects. Um, one, I guess one of the two, two of the biggest ones are, I have a, I have a show, a movie that I'm making that's called Tajriba, which is an Arabic, an Arabic word. It means the experiment. Whoa. And Ooh. so basically, Tajriba. Tajriba. Okay. Yeah. T-A-J-R-I-B-A. Um, we actually have a website, tajrebaseries.com. Um, Originally, it was going to be a series and then we started getting into production and raising money i was gonna say
2: the budgeting for yeah i learned about that too anyway
0: go on go <laughs> yeah, on i, I started <laughs> i started getting into raising money and spending money yeah for a series and one minute you know i'm thinking all right cool independent project film it on the weekends you know get it done over time i'll spend a couple hundred bucks you know next thing i know two a year and a half later i'm ten thousand dollars into the in business and I'm like, okay, this is all right. We're changing it to a feature film. <laughs> so its its main goal for the feature film is to spread awareness on human trafficking. Um, because a lot of people don't know, but, and, you know, ironically, with kind of what's going on in the world right now, you know, with the whole, you know, I don't know how political you want to get on this project, but on this podcast, but with like the whole, uh, Roe versus Wade, overturn, you know, all that good stuff. Some states are banning contraception now, you know, all this good stuff. Right, so right. It, mm-hmm. it, it bleeds into human trafficking, right? Because a lot of people don't know this, but 50% of the children, and this was in 2016, 2018, it's probably more now, it's 50% of the children that were found to be human trafficked came from the foster care system mm-hmm. by people that worked in the foster care system. Whoa. So CPS is actually trafficking. Oh, so not
1: even room. like the parents.
2: It's like a.
0: No. A, yeah. Wow. So like CPS, the people that are supposed to protect abandoned children are trafficking are the them. ones. Selling them to the sex trafficking. Right. Selling them as, you know.
2: Whoa! I'm going to do more research on that because I mean, it's, it's yeah, not like. I haven't like, heard that. That's interesting. I haven't heard it, but it, it doesn't sound that far off. It would be like a, a prostitution ring is obviously yeah. another yes. way that happens
0: you know and of course statistics how much can you believe you right know, statistics are very you know you don't know so it right. it might be lower it might it might be higher i don't know but My- i know a lot of children get trapped in the cps system um yeah. and so like the main goal of that is to spread awareness on that um and it's it puts a slight science fiction spin um the and utilizes yeah so it it utilizes let me see, hold on. I'm twisting it in my head to not give away too much. Right, right. right. Um so But you could just say sh- there's a
2: science fiction twist to it. You can leave it yeah. there. We don't want to give it too much away.
0: <laughs> a
1: non-science
2: yeah. twist. A non-science. So there we go. There we perfect
0: um yeah
2: (laughs) we tied it all together that's hilarious i'm the queen of callbacks (laughs) well that's so cool yeah we love
1: i can't wait to see everything that you're gonna do i know you're gonna let us know so we can like of course post that back out there but also i'm just really excited i don't know everything that you've said so far i'm like yeah
2: (laughs) yeah see stephanie is Stephanie's jumping in. She's she's getting sucked into, I'm into our, this world. I'm yeah, getting into this world. she's getting sucked world. into
0: Slowly. our world. Good. I'm glad.
2: And how
1: can we stay connected with you? Do you want to like drop your Instagram handle or your website, yes. whatever you want?
0: So you can pretty much find me anywhere: Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok too. Is all Rex Seton. Just mm-hmm. spell R-E-X. that. Spell that for us. So it's R-E-X. S as in Sierra, E A T as in Tango, O N as in November.
2: Mm-hmm. Perfect. And we'll put that in the show notes as well, so that people cool. can connect with you, follow your projects, um, all the. Good I'm stuff.
1: excited for these projects. Yeah. Everybody should be excited. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. And you know that leaves us with some food for thought for our own projects because <laughs> we are not stopping at the podcast guys. Okay, so that means that you gotta go check out our new website awhfmedia.com because we first of all we've already updated the website to show a couple creators that um are already doing kind of their own series but are also going to start their own series on social media and that even includes Stephanie she's gonna start producing some content so excited for her um but definitely go subscribe to our um, email list, and it's not like going to be a lot of emails. We haven't written any emails yet. So if you subscribe, don't worry, you're not going to get spammed. Okay. Subscribe
1: to our email list, email list,
2: <laughs> email list, email list, oh, email, wow. lists. Yeah. email list, e- email list, email list. Okay. Okay. Wait, okay. <laughs> I can't say that anymore. It's just messing with my brain. But anyway, thank you so much for coming on, Rex, because It's so funny to hear your side of uh, how our film went and also just like everything (laughs) that you're doing. We love hyping up other um, creators, other creatives, other filmmakers, you know, there's so many endless ways that we can label people and everybody just has their cool twist on life and uh, definitely, definitely share your, um, Updates on your foundation with us as you progress that. Yeah, because we would love to support that, Um, especially, like I said, having military and service in my family. Stephanie's very close to them as well. So um, that means a lot to us. So, of course, dogs too. Of course, um, <laughs> we love dogs. I have um, police dogs, so see it all yeah, ties back. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They're not very. Uh, well, actually, they're pretty protective. I was going to say they're they're very loving. Not no, so much they're on the... very protective. Yeah, it's, they are. <laughs> it's scary. They bite people.
0: Yeah, they're working dogs, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, they're assholes, <laughs> but
2: gotta love them. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll catch y'all on the next episode of Are We Having Fun? Apparently. I'm going to be by myself for the next two weeks while Stephanie is living sorry. it up. I'll, I'll send mean, the, you pics. Co- I'll co-host. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if yeah. you want to. Every Thursday. All right. Um, well, bye. <laughs> 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 two weeks in a row. That's as <laughs> good as it's going to
1: get. Um, Thanks, guys. See you next time.